0: What's up Elite Army? This is your Kinda Well, Kinda Toxic host Sarah Rittendale bringing you another episode of Well-ish. We all are very privy to the fact that comparison is the killer of happiness. I don't have to tell you that. We all know. We all know because we've heard it a hundred times that you're not supposed to compare yourself to other people. And we know because it fucking sucks. Every time we do it, it makes us feel like shit. So I'm definitely not going to sit here today and tell you guys not to compare yourself to other people. Now, I'm going to tell you it right now. I don't think that you should. I'm not going to tell you to compare yourself to other people. If we can find a way to, you know, diminish that habit, work towards it. Absolutely. Because that is all comparison is, is just a bad habit. And so if you can either stop it completely but uh, see here, this is the thing. This is what I want to say is that it's really going to be hard because comparison, just like emotions, is such an automatic thing. It's kind of out of your control. Like It's really kind of our nature to be like, oh, well, I wish I had what they have because we are always on this mission to make our lives better. Better and so when we see somebody that has what we want, we automatically just you know do that. We it's just a a genuine automatic reaction. But here is the thing: we do not have to compare ourselves and then make ourselves feel like shit because of it. We don't have to compare ourselves and then say, "Oh well, fucking a," that means that there's something wrong with me. We can compare ourselves and a be neutral about it, or be actually take inspiration from it. So that's what I'm going to be talking to you guys today a little bit more in depth about and give you some mindset shifts to kind of help you not be so mean to yourself when you start comparing yourself to other people. The issue with comparison is that it is a reaction, like I was saying. It's not something that's necessarily in your Control, dare I say? Like it is because, again, it's a habit, but it's just kind of a reaction. It is. And it's not kind of, it is a reaction. Okay. So instead of reacting to it and letting that carry you away, choosing a response that actually benefits you. Jealousy is very similar to comparison, it's not the same thing, but it is very similar. Comparison focuses on evaluating similarities and differences where jealousy is more about emotional reactions to perceived threats or inequalities. Both of them can really fuck up your self-esteem if you don't address them in a constructive way. But you can see that they are a very similar thing. And so the way to address it in a constructive way is, is in the same way that you approach jealousy. And we've talked about it several times here on the podcast, just you and I, but also when we have guests on the show and we do kind of toxic kind of well with them, a lot of the time this is how they respond to the what or who are you jealous of question is that when you notice something about somebody else that makes you feel jealous, that you start comparing yourself to them, it is because it is something that you want. It is something that you want to have in your life. So all that is, is an opportunity for you to see the things that would make you happier, that would improve your life, that you think would make you a better version of yourself. All it is is shining light on that. It's not something that you have to take 10 steps further like you do every single time and beat yourself up for not already having it. It's an opportunity to hear that message for you to know what you want to work on so that you're not blindly just coasting through life when you recognize, you know, the, the places that you could improve through jealousy and comparison, it really allows us to use those feelings to our advantage and look to them as an opportunity to grow. All comparison is, is assessing similarities and differences. It's typically in terms of appearances and achievements, but that's it. Like I said, it, it, isn't deeper than that. It's not like jealousy in the sense of, you know, you're sussing out threats and inadequacies in yourself because it's, you know, wishing that you had more. Comparison often leads to jealousy, you know, but in itself, comparison in itself can be neutral or inspiring. It doesn't have to lead to this negativity. Think of your life and everybody else's life like a road. What happens when in real life, like really in your life, when you are actually physically driving down the road and you see something on the side of the road and you look to the side of the road at that one thing, what happens? You typically start to drift in the opposite direction or potentially crash. So instead of looking at the other person's road, instead of putting your whole focus on what somebody else is doing pay attention to your own fucking road. You can notice it. You can see you know, something else that you like or don't like on somebody else's road, but then bring your eyes right back to your road and say, I accept myself for where I'm at right now and trust that I'm driving towards that, that I will make my direction align with that thing that they have. They must have already picked that up along the way. And I want to make sure that I Put myself in the position to pick that thing up also. So what am I going to do to make sure that I'm driving in the direction of the thing that I want in my life? Put all the energy that you're spending worrying about them on yourself and creating the life that you want for yourself. If you have a negative response to comparison, you are chipping away at your self-love. You're measuring your self-worth based on other people's appearances, possessions, achievements, and you just don't have to do that. No wonder you feel a lack of self-esteem or you feel inadequate or you feel like there's something wrong with you because for some weird reason, you think that because somebody else has it and you don't means that you suck. It just means that you're not there yet or you haven't realized even that that's an option for you or that you had something and then you lost it and you want to get it back. But now you like really know that that's a value of yours. And so you don't have to say like, oh, well, you know, they're, everybody's in a relationship, and that makes me so sad because I want to be in one too. I know what I that I was happy when I was in a relationship, and I really want to, you know, be in one again. Well, there's no point in fucking beating yourself up for not being in one. There's a reason that you're not. There's a reason that the one that you were in didn't work out. But all you have to do is acknowledge that that's a value of yours. It's a goal of yours. It's something you want. And then you put yourself in the position to try to meet new people. You're wasting your time being mean to yourself for being in the place that you're at now. And when you do this, you are looking for external validation. And how many times do I have to fucking say that you will never reach self-love because you reach a certain goal? You're never going to get validated externally and then be able to love yourself. It's not how it's going to work. You have to work your ass off to accept and love yourself regardless of external validation. But I can acknowledge the fact that the external validation plays a huge role. Like we were talking about yesterday, you know, if you have a external situation that makes you feel like shit, it definitely is going to play a role into your ability to love yourself. So you can work to attain a specific goal, an external solution that is going to make you happier and make you feel like you're living more in alignment with your authentic and best self. A common feeling with comparison is wishing that you had something somebody else has. And if you had it, that your life would be better. And I'm not going to tell you that it wouldn't because it's something that you want. Maybe your life would be better if you we're in a relationship and that made you feel good. Maybe your life would be better if you had a better job and had more achievements. Maybe your life would be better if you had a bigger ass. But you know what? It's just telling you something that you want and then you work towards what you want. It makes me think of like all the shame surrounding plastic surgery. It made me think of that because I said, if you want a bigger butt, because I was thinking like, well, what if it's not something that you can achieve naturally? Like, with exercise, like maybe you want bigger boobs or you want to, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but you go and you get the plastic surgery because it makes you feel better about yourself. If that's what makes you feel better, like that, like you don't have to just accept yourself at the weight that you're at because you think that you need to. You have to work to love yourself regardless because it doesn't matter what the number on the scale says. If you don't love yourself, you're gonna not love yourself at ninety pounds or. 390 pounds, you're still going to be the same person. You're still going to feel the same way. So you have to work to love yourself regardless of that. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with working to get what you want, to have that be uh, uh, something on top of it, to try to lose the weight, to get a boob job, to get a facelift, you know, whatever. We put so much shame around it. But if that's genuinely makes you feel good, Who cares what you do? Who cares? If you like how you look in the mirror, if you like the person that you see, that is the only fucking thing that matters. So if you see something that you want that somebody else has, it's just a want and you can work towards it. And maybe you start working towards it and you realize, I don't actually fucking care that much. I don't want to do this many squats and go to the gym this much to try to build my ass. I don't want to leave my job. I like my job. Who cares that this person you know makes more money? I'm happy at my job. And that's cool with me. And you realize, maybe I don't have to have that thing. And you accept it as you are or you work towards it if that's what you want to do. It's just a... Outlet for information for what is going to make you enjoy this life that we have. We're all just living on a big floating rock, dog. That's all we're doing. So it's just, you know, what kind of life do we want to experience during our time here? So instead of sitting like a bump on a log complaining about the life that you have or being upset that somebody else has something that you want, work to love and accept yourself as you are but also know that you have the opportunity to grow and improve in whichever way you see fit that makes you feel fulfilled and like you are living up to the version of yourself that you know that you can be thank you so much for listening to day 18 of the 28 days of self love make sure to subscribe to the show so you can get notified when tomorrow's episode day 19 comes out We are sitting down with our third guest of the series, Dr. Jane Tornator, who is a self love expert. I'm so hyped to fucking share this episode with you guys because this is what she specializes in. We talk about everything mental and emotional well being when it comes to self love. And she's got some really good information that is so helpful that I never would have even thought of. So, thank you so much again for listening to today, but make sure (laughs) to tune in tomorrow for that really impactful episode. Don't forget you are elite as fuck. Make sure your day kicks ass today. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.